Did you hear something? No. Hmm. Did I? I don't know. It is Simpsons time. And this, by the way, is the Hill Street Blues-style version of the Simpsons theme designed for the great episode where Marge becomes a cop, but that's not the one that we're going to talk about today. I'm sure we will eventually. Um, Little loose end from last week when I discussed... Mr. Lisa Goes to Washington. That is the first appearance ever of Homer's reading glasses. And that shit cracks me up every time. Every time I see it. So I just couldn't let that go by unmentioned. In the spirit of winter never going away, the Simpsons show that we're going to talk about now is Mountain of Madness, written by John Swartzwalder, directed by Mark Kirkland, and an awesome episode of season eight. Um, it isn't, it's never been one of my favorite, favorite, favorites, even though it did inspire the back and forth between Lenny and Carl that starts Simpsons time on this show every week. I've found it a little bit slow. You know, there's something dreary about it to me. But you cannot deny that it is hilarious in a bizarre and great way. Uh, the plot is that Homer and Burns, uh, as they are participating in... Um, a teamwork building exercise that's a retreat to snow-covered mountains and a race to a cabin in the mountains uh, for work get trapped under an avalanche inside a cabin and everyone else has to look for them and it's grossly inconvenient but in the process, they kind of bond, but then they seesaw between bonding and hating each other. And it is quite thrilling because you don't know whether or not they're going to get out. And there's hallucinations of um, all the different snowman characters that turn into real people in their minds that they use to threaten each other with. So that's awesome. 
couple of very funny little pieces of animation, just uh, individual animation poses and moves that I love in this uh, are <laughs> when Smither when Smithers is like organizing uh, the names out of the hat and you know telling each person who's going to be paired with which other person. Um, And he finds out that he and Burns are not together. Burns has this this delightful little dismissive, you know, sort of hand wave that he does to him. He goes, frankly, you've been a bit of a pill lately. <laughs> uh, and I just, I love how he looks when he says that. Uh, in the very, very beginning, before the fire drill happens, which is disastrous and results in, you know, people panicking and going, fire, 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 <laughs> instead of trying to get out. Uh, when Burns is still in a good mood at the beginning of the day, he sort of jauntily yet slowly walks to his desk, and that I find charming, too. I love um, who doesn't enjoy a good sit when Burns and Homer together have just reached the cabin before any of the disaster happens. Uh, when they're both talking about how it's good to cheat and be lazy. <laughs> um, each of them sinks down into the chair slowly, you know, and they're relaxed. And I think that's funny to look at. And the last piece of animation that I'll mention is in the Rocket House, uh, which is created when a propane tank in that cabin is ruptured and eventually, you know, like jet rockets the cabin and the inhabitants thereof through the snow and out of the avalanche. Um, you can slowly go through your Simpsons DVD or freeze frame the window that you're watching it in and see a little squirrel like jump out of the way. It only happens for like three or four frames. But there is also a sound effect of the squirrel going <laughs> that like that accompanies it and that's how you know that it's that you're not imagining that tiny little speck that you saw. Uh, there is, as I said, a sort of deepening of Lenny and Carl's relationship. We learn that they don't really like each other that much. And I think that's the first instance of that happening. Smithers pulls the names out of the hat. Oh, Lenny and Carl. Carl goes, oh, nuts. Oh, I mean, uh, oh, nuts. <laughs> Lenny is actually fired at the very end of this episode. Because, you know, after all the confusion and everyone decided to go to a different cabin when they couldn't find the original one that was buried under snow. Um, uh, 
the same rules still stood that the last person into the cabin would be fired. And so when the cabin turned into a rocket house and uh, everyone was so relieved to see Burns and Homer alive, Burns was like, all right, chop, chop, last one in is fired. He wasted no time. And Lenny was last. But, you know, he was in such a good mood after that, Burns was, that he decided not to fire Lenny after all, which is good for Lenny. Simpsons lore has it that the ranger character, who's sort of a, you know, mild-mannered, sensible guy, was based on Al Gore, who they had lampooned the mild-mannered sensibleness already in the show, but who they couldn't get to be a guest, although he has done Futurama since then. I mean, I guess... It's okay if you're the vice president to turn down a sitcom. <laughs> oh, that reminds me. Shout out to Joe Biden, who did do the sitcom Parks and Re Recreation a couple of times, including last night. Um, and congratulations to Simpsons alum Greg Daniels for making such a lovely show. Just one of many amazing illustrious credits to his name and we'll talk about him in a future Simpsons time because he's written some nice ones so like I said there's a bit of a dreariness to the episode that's probably just my opinion um but it is a very funny Schwartzwelder script I can you know just even as I'm talking think of other visual laughs that I get out of this episode, including when they're parking, when the Simpsons first get to the camping site or the hiking site, and they're in an icy parking area and the car just sort of floats among the other cars and crashes into all of them. That's a really cool looking gag. Uh, Maggie in the star costume in the snow is sort of that's sort of a rule that whenever there's snow she has to be dressed like that but she gets to be in the star outfit for the entire episode virtually so that's kind of cool um marge's tall earmuffs you know just regular size earmuffs but the headpiece has to be extremely tall that's kind of cool And I guess the last thing I'll mention from Mountain of Madness is, well, no, second to last thing is when Bart is bad-mouthing teamwork. This is kind of the only Bart joke of any weight in the episode. He's just like, you know, what's so great about helping each other? <laughs> like, uh, and Homer agrees with him by saying, your views are intriguing to me, and I would like to subscribe to your newsletter. I have friends who say that all the time. And the last thing I'll mention is when the fire alarm rings, oh, popcorn's ready. 
and uh, <laughs> Carl pops open the microwave and puts popcorn in a bowl and it's completely not popped yet and there's a funny sound effect of the raw kernels collecting in the bowl. I have powers, political powers. This has been Simpsons Time. Thank you for listening to Simpsons Time. thing I'll say and the last thing I'll say how can anyone stand it when I do that hey I don't question it I just fill myself with gratitude that I have listeners to my podcast thank you for listening to my podcast today whichever day you chose to listen to it my name is Amanda Nazario and nothing delights me more than to bring Simpsons time to you in its various formats. Thank you again to everyone who kicked some money to WFMU during the October silent fundraiser. It is much, 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 much appreciated. And if you ever need to learn more about that, you can just go to WFMU.org and find out all you need to find out. Does not ask for your company, not at the center, the center of I will talk to you next week. There will be another Simpsons time through the debigulator. <laughs>